Vegas Nation is sponsored by Station Casino's STN Sports. Download the app today and get a bonus up to $100 when you sign up. You're listening to Vegas Nation. It's time for Takeaways with me, Heidi Fang. Really excited to be joined by NFL Network, Fox Sports, Compass Media Network, football analyst, and you know him as well as a veteran of the NFL, it's Brian Baldinger. Baldi's Breakdowns, one of my favorite things on the internet. Seriously, I look every, after every week of football, I look for what breakdown is coming. So thank you so much for taking the time to join us here today on the show. Well, my pleasure, Heidi. It's good to be with you. We're we're uh, six weeks away here from kicking off. I, I only know that because I'm at the network today, and I think we're doing some sort of countdown today. So, I mean, it's on everybody's mind. No, You know, the way the season ended last year, Heidi, for everybody, um, you know, Raider Nation and, you know, what some of these teams did in the postseason, it was so exciting. So I think people are ready. They're ready to get back to football. Absolutely. And this season for the Raiders is going to be a very intriguing one. I'm excited, first of all, to see what happens under Josh McDaniels and his second go around as a coach. When you see him now in that position, some years removed from Denver and what happened there, just how different do you expect this experience, not just for him to be, but for the fans that love this team? What can they expect from Josh McDaniels at the at the helm? Well, I was talking to uh, David Carr, Derek Carr's brother yesterday, Mm -hmm. David, and um, we were all gathering for a little NFL seminar here. And I just said, you know, is Derek getting like the full Josh McDaniels playbook from the Patriots, complete with as many as 40 different protections? And he said, yeah, he's, you know, it's it's up to, you know, and so I think you're going to get the full playbook. And that means really everything from I formation to four wide receivers to, you know, combinations with Devonte and Darren Waller and Hunter Renfro. And, you know, I mean, I, I think you could get as much as and as varied an offense as anybody in the league right now. So, I mean, I think he's going to run the offense and he's going to be in charge and he's got a veteran quarterback to do it with a lot of pieces around him. And so I think offensively we could see possibly the best Raider offense we've seen in a long time. Yeah, a lot of people have made some note of Devontae Adams' age, but I think in certain cases, there's elite receivers that can carry on into their 30s, from Jerry Rice to Tim Brown. I think Devontae Adams is one of those guys. What's your take on him joining this team and reuniting with his former college quarterback? Well, I mean, you know, he's still relatively a young player. I mean, he came in the league in 2014 in a very rich wide receiver draft, Mike Evans and Odell Beckham Jr. I mean, it was uh, Sammy Watkins. It was a lot of good players in that draft. Devontae is probably as good or if not better than all of them. And I think he's right in his prime. And he could have easily stayed in Green Bay. They made him offers. The quarterback wanted him to stay. Uh, He wanted to come to Las Vegas. He wanted to be reunited with Derek Carr. And so there's, um, you know, there's, and they wanted him. And so it's, it's very mutual. And he, I think he's ready for a change and a break. And I think you're going to see the very best of Devontae Adams with Derek Carr. I went back and watched the last game they ever played together at Fresno. It was the Las Vegas Bowl, oddly enough, in Las Vegas. And um, and they played USC in that game, and they were great together. Yeah. And I think that, you know, they both have grown in their own way since 2013, their last year in college. 
And uh, the fact that they wanted to be together, the fact that I think they can really kind of speak um, a type of communication that you hope you can get to as a quarterback wide receiver. I think that exists between the two of them. And uh, I think, I think Devontae wants to be a Raider. I think he wanted to be a Raider. I think he wants to be a part of Raider nation. And I, I think it's going to be a great, great fit. Uh, on top of all of that, the offensive line, it's going to be, I think a work in progress. There's some new pieces, new faces, draft picks from Dylan Parham and Thayer Munford that they drafted as well, who might be more of a depth piece. But when you start looking at this offensive line and Alex Leatherwood, particularly at right tackle, what do you make of some of these young guys and who's going to need to step up the most? Well, I think Alex Leatherwood going to right tackle. He's got to step up. Um, you know, I think that Colton has really developed over the last few years and is a solid, solid left tackle. Denzel has been a good player for him as a backup role or starter. Uh, and Andre James, a guy that, you know, when um, it was time to step up, he did. But really, I mean, you got to look at the right side right now. Who's going to be at right guard? And can Leatherwood, does he have enough passion to be, you know, to really – Locked that position down for a long time. I mean, they spent a, a high pick on him and it remains to be seen whether um, he's deserved that or not. It's up to him. Uh, I think he's got to show his teammates, show the league that he wants to be a Raider and wants to be a long-term answer at that position. And so I think it's a question mark right now. It's a real question mark. And it's one of the question marks of this offense and how good they can be right now. Something that's not a question mark is the production that they're going to get out of a guy like Chandler Jones. Uh, he's kind of had Russell Wilson's number, which is fun. I was watching one of your breakdowns where you talked about how Aaron Donald has owned Russell Wilson, and I think Chandler Jones has been pretty close to that. What is it about Chandler Jones that's going to elevate the level of play on that defensive line? Well, I think, you know, having Max on the other side is huge. Mm -hmm. So you put Max on the other side um, – you know, and then you add all the pieces that they've added on the inside. Um, now, they, they lost a lot, too. I mean, they, there were some really good players there last year, Sally Thomas and Quentin Jefferson. Yeah. They all played really well in their roles. Uh, but I, I think the fact that Max is on the other side, I think the league finally realizes just how hard Max plays and how special he is. And, I mean, I know Chandler Jones had guys on the other side in different spots, but I don't think he's had anybody like Max Crosby. Somebody that can really, you know, when you're when you're getting after the quarterback on third down or passing situations, to have a guy that you know can win on the other side, I think can only help Chandler Jones. Chandler's been a great player and a great pass rusher in his own right. Uh, but all these guys are better if they have an elite player opposite them. And if they can get any kind of push inside, um, I think that's that's the key right now. I love that you brought up Max Crosby because he was somebody that just set himself above the rest. When you watch the team during training camp, during practices, he was always going at another gear, a higher motor than a lot of the other guys. And that's not putting down any of the other guys. That's just saying that Max Crosby definitely separated himself from the pack, if you will. And which I, I've been wanting to ask you because I watch a lot of those breakdowns that you do with Max Crosby and uh, the name, the condor has come up quite a bit. Where did you get the name, the condor for Max Crosby? Well, actually it happened early, Heidi. Um, you know, he, it was maybe his third game in 2019. They were playing the Colts in Indianapolis. Uh, 
And I just saw this effort, you know, and this yeah. reach of this kid that, you know, stripped the ball on a, you know, it was coming some kind of a play, screen pass, whatever it was. And, uh, and he, he, you know, I, I immediately kind of fell in love with him. Uh, it started with his effort, but then just the way he's shaped and built and how long he was. And, uh, and he, he looked like a predator to me. He, he looked like a natural predator. That's what condors are. And um, it, it just stuck for me. He loved it. Um, he adopted it. Kind of part of who he is right now. And, you know, he's it's kind of hard to find a game where he didn't show up and make some kind of impact. I mean, he's just rare. All he's done is get better. You mentioned his practice habits. I don't I, – I talked to teammates of his. You can't play at the level that he plays at without practicing at those levels. And so I don't care if it's a walkthrough. I don't care if it's Friday afternoon. Mm -hmm. There's only one speed that Max knows. And, you know, I think he's going to be the condor for out, throughout his career, you know, for as long as it is. It's never going to change for me. Um, I don't want him to have another nickname. I want him to stick with the condor. Yes. What has been the most fascinating thing about watching him develop as a player for you? I think it's fact that, um, you know, he's really developed, you know, counter moves like his feet don't stop okay. and his tenacity to get to the quarterback, which is what the game is all about. It has never stopped. I mean, he's, he can spin inside. He can spin outside. He can come off twist stunts. Uh, he can run speed to power. I mean, Storm Norton doesn't want to see him, period. You know, week 18 last year, he ruined him and it was there for the whole world to watch. And, you know, and and that got him to, to the playoffs. So I think it's it's his counter moves. It's the counters to the counters. Um, you know, it's his way of understanding protections, um, you know, whether it's going to the other side of the field and, and switching positions uh, in key situations. I mean, he, he really has a real understanding of the game. And then, you know, he's he's at the mastery level right now of, what it takes in order to get to the quarterback. And what I like is, yeah, there's guys that are grabbing and pulling him down and, you know, and trying to slow him down. He's not getting these calls, but he's not looking for the calls. A lot of guys out there are trying to flop and try to get the, that's not his game. His game is no matter what they try to do to me, I'm going to beat it. And that's, that's what Aaron Donald does. That's what a handful of guys do in this league. Like they're, they're not looking for, you know, they're not looking for the calls. They're not looking to the referee or to the umpire to throw the flag. They're looking to just keep coming and nothing stops them. Like he's irrepressible. Let's take a quick break. When I come back, we'll complete the interview here with Brian Baldinger and also have on Devonte Adams. Locals know the STN Sports app is the most trusted sports betting app in Nevada. They have convenient sign-up locations across Las Vegas. So download the STN Sports app today. What is it when you decide to create the Baldies breakdown? What do you what do you look for? How do you zone in on what you're going to break down that week? Is it just somebody who's really stood out and play, or is it you know maybe a storyline that's come about? Like is it Patrick Mahomes? And he, when you hear things that Tyreek Hill's been saying lately, how do you come to determine what you're going to use as Baldies breakdown? It's um, honestly Heidi. It's a tabula rasa. 
I let the film dictate it. You know, like it's a clean slate. I don't want to go with preconceived notions. I might go in there and say, all right, you know, Joe Burrow got sacked nine times. Let's look at the let's look at the sack rule, what Tennessee did to him. You know, how dominant was Jeffrey Simmons? But like, you know, so I want to see the whole thing, but I want the tape to sort of dictate it to me. I do remember week one last year, I was in Kansas City announcing the game, Kansas City, Cleveland. I was on the field three and a half hours for kickoff and I have a relationship with Patrick Mahomes and he was just stretching and he called me over and said, you know, Hey, how you doing, Pat? What's going on? You ready for the season? Blah, blah, blah. And he like immediately said, you've been watching my right guard, bro. And I'm like, (laughs) Trey Smith. He goes, the dude has got a howitzer for a right hand baldy. I'm just, so I mean, I watched every single play of Trey Smith last year, but his quarterback told me about it. You know, I mean, he was a six round pick out of Tennessee and I knew who he was. I hadn't watched a lot of preseason film on him, um, but Patrick was right. The guy was a stone-blooded killer, and um, it didn't matter who he was playing against. And so by the time they got to the third game of the year, Monday night against Baltimore, like he was in a league of his own at right guard. And so it, it could be something somebody said, could be what the film dictates. I don't really know who's going to be the next, um, you know, in the spotlight of the next Baldy's breakdown sometimes. It, it really just it depends on what I see. And in a lot of days, to be honest with you, Heidi, I sit up there on the third floor at NFL Films, and I'm kind of just looking to entertain myself. <laughs> and I know if I'm being entertained, yeah. that the fan base and the players are going to be entertained. I love it. Uh, just one couple more for you. I know you had to run. Uh, just do you think the Raiders have a veteran move yet to make in free agency? There's some names out there like J.C. Treader and Damakon Sue. Do you feel like the Raiders may go after or pursue a big you know, veteran type name to bring somebody into this team that can really help set some anchors for some of the younger guys? Well, I think a guy like Damakon Sue, and it's not, nothing against Bilal, you know, Nichols or sure. Uh, Vernon Butler, guys that they brought in this year. I mean, they all have capabilities. But, I mean, if you look at a guy like Indomitian Sue, Heidi, he's never missed an NFL game, ever. Like, he's been suspended for a game or two, right. but he's never missed a game, never missed a start. Like, the guy shows up. And it's funny because I've talked to teammates of his. He's not a big workout guy, but he's a, he, he does take care of his body. The game's important to him. He's won a Super Bowl in Tampa. Um, you know, he brings – a quality to a defensive line that not many get from a professional standpoint, from let's show up every Sunday standpoint. Um, he can still crush a pocket, win one-on-ones. So I, I don't think – like when you're in a position like the Raiders are in that division that they're in right now in the West, I don't think you can turn down any move. J.C. Treader, I mean, I did a uh, – a film session with JC uh, last last year. You know, he, uh-huh. his whole family went to Cornell. Everybody's okay. Ivy League educated. <laughs> like, you're not going to find a smarter guy. Love it. Like, period. You're not going to find a smarter guy at that position, and he can still play. And you can't coach intelligence. Like, there's a place for that, whether it's just getting the protections right, getting the other four guys in the offensive line together, making sure Derek Carr knows what's what what's in front of him. Um, Jason, both those guys are guys that if I was in the front office right now with the Raiders, I would be having discussions. 
I love that. Just my last question to you is the big daddy football camp coming up here, June 20th and 21st. When you get out there with the community and the kids and the youth that are learning the sport, picking it up, what is your either a favorite move or b favorite philosophy to teach the young minds that are trying to grow and, and learn something about football? Yeah, well, Big Daddy, Rich Salgado, uh, you know, from New Hyde Park, Long Island. Um, I've been doing his camp for the last five or six years. His brother is the defensive back coach for the Buffalo Bills. So, I mean, he's he's been very well connected. But he's just, you know, there's these camps going on in every community, Heidi. And I think, uh, you know, we never really accent um, enough about how positive a lot of the players are and people that, give back to communities. Me and my brothers had a camp in Massapequa, Long Island for over 20 years. Uh, you know, it, it, you never know when you're going to touch some eight-year-old's nerve about what the game can give to them and what they can give back to the game if they go long enough. You don't know who's going to take what you say to, to them in some, you know, heat of July training camp, and it's going to resonate with a player, and they're going to remember that. Like you see these results all the time. And so it's a great game. It's a great team sport. Everybody can learn from it. Um, I start with the basics because it always starts with the basics. Uh, I don't care if you're in Bill Belichick's camp or Josh McDaniel's camp. You're going to start with the basics. It might be as simple as something as the huddle or the stance. Uh, but you got to start with the basics and you got to master those things. And then you can work into the, the things that make a guy like Max Crosby a superstar in this business right now. Well, Brian, I very much appreciate your time and joining me here today on the Vegas Nation podcast. Thank you again so much uh, for the time. And best. I'm just looking forward so much to, to watching everything that you put out again with the uh, Baldi's breakdowns in the coming season. <laughs> Thanks again. Oh, it's coming. It's coming, Heidi. It's coming <laughs> fast and furious, man. Believe me, I, I'm getting my rest right now. I'm ready to uh, to hit this ground running on September 8th or 9th, whatever it is this year. Yes. Well, if your eyes ever get tired of watching film, I'd love to sit in a room with you and break it down. I'd love, I love watching film. I'm kind of a nerd like that. So. <laughs> Join the club, Heidi. Join All the club. Right. There's a lot of fun to be had in Absolutely. that film room. Believe me. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much again. Up next here on the show, you never know who's going to show up, where and when here in Las Vegas. Now that the Raiders are in town, they are definitely putting all of their efforts out there in terms of being community minded and trying to do as much as they can for those who need to be able to learn the game of football, to understand the game of football, to see the presence of these pro athletes in town really makes a difference, I think, for so many youth that are coming up in the sport. So first, we talked to Devontae Adams about just doing that and what it means for him to put on this football camp. This is, this is what I look forward to as a kid, having these type of opportunities, which wasn't very often, but anytime you had the opportunity to meet somebody you know you look up to, or whether it's in life or in, in football or whatever, I just feel it's important for me to be able to connect um, you know, let the community that's going to be supporting me um, know that I got their back too. So out here just trying to have fun with these kids, come around and run around a little bit. We got a little overcast, so that's good too. You know, stay, get away from some 100 degree weather. So yeah, looking forward to it. And uh, you noted real quick, you know, that this is something that doesn't really happen a lot. You know, when you were a kid, are there any camps that you remember going to, guys kind of giving back that, you know, made you want to do something like this? Well, not necessarily the uh, camp in the area that I was at, but you know, I got to meet uh, JJ Stokes when I was younger. And I remember that that stuck with me. That was something that I'll, I'll never forget. You know, that was, that was my first NFL player that I met. So 
lot of these guys, they are guys and girls haven't had the opportunity to, you know, meet somebody, you know, let alone somebody that's new to their community like this. So it's a big deal to me, and I know it's a big deal to them. I've heard that. Um, I used to do one in, in Cali when I was out there. Did it maybe, I think, four years. Um, but I'll run into kids all the time just around say, I went to your camp, or when is your next camp, or this and that. So just hearing that it makes me, you know, it kind of confirms my feeling for wanting to do it in the first place. So um, looking forward to keeping it going. We're going to have a, a great out in the day. Like I said, great weather, so everything's shaping out to be a good day. What's the main thing that you hope that the kids take away from this today? Um, I mean, more, more so than anything, the, the fellowship, you know, come out here and have fun, interact with the, you know, the rest of the kids, you know, compete, just just to ha just have fun. So, um, you know, it's, it's not, not going to be nothing too serious. It'll be something just to run around, you know, exercise. And, you know, it's a good for the, the young, young kids to see that, you know, exercise is fun as well, because that's that's one of the bigger things I feel like we need to, to do more, you know, especially, you know, where we are now. So, um just have fun, like I said, come out and, and just, just let loose. I'm going to be out here having fun with them messing around, so um, hopefully they have, a, they have a good time. What does it feel like for you to kind of start putting the roots down here in Las Vegas with this? feels great. feels great. It's, it's happening quick. You know, I just got here, le what, three months ago? Le less than three months ago now um, at this point, so... Uh, yeah, it means a lot. I know, like I said, it, it means this, this community is going to be supporting me, have my back. Um, you know, kind of got a little bit of Cali and Vegas love. Got a lot of people out this way and, and you know, the rest of my family as well. So it feels good to be getting settled in and, you know, start to do stuff like this early. It's crazy because, yeah, you know, training camp coming up, but here you are on the community. I mean, this is what is this what fans can expect from Devontae Adams here? It is. It is. This is me. This is what I enjoy doing. You know, people always say, you know, thank you for doing this, and I'm, I'm like, man, this is this is a treat for me as well. So, um, you know, I'm happy that it, it affects the kids in a positive way, and they all have a good time out here. But, um, I mean, this, this is something that that I have a, a really fun time with doing. So, uh, you know, can't wait to get this one out the way and then move on to the next one. Dante, Journey Wish Digital Media. If you have a motto you live by, you work by, you win by, you can share with the kids. What would that motto be? Motto. Uh, Something I came up with after early on my career that I didn't, you know, I, I didn't have as much success early on, you know, is to is to make improvements, not excuses. So that's my thing. You know, it's, it's, there's a million things you can say to make yourself feel better about not, you know, reaching a certain level or not, um, you know, holding yourself up to your own standard. But um, as long as you just make improvements and don't make excuses, I feel like that's that's the best way to go. This was the first annual Devontae Adams Youth Football Camp in Las Vegas, the first of many, as I can anticipate seeing more and more of these going on as Devontae puts down all of his roots in Las Vegas. I love that last question. Make improvements, not excuses, mottos and words to live by. But that'll do it for me here on the podcast today, everybody. I really appreciate you all for tuning in. As always, make sure to hit subscribe wherever you're listening. Pass the word on to your friends that we do have three podcasts here on VegasNation.com three times a week with first and 10 as well as unsportsmanlike conduct. So check it out. All of the shows. Great stuff by my colleagues. I appreciate everybody again so much for listening. I'll be back next week. Locals know the STN Sports app is the most trusted sports betting app in Nevada. They have convenient sign-up locations across Las Vegas. So download the STN Sports app today.